0: With backgrounds in therapy and personal training, Jennifer Herman and Scott Quinnell combine the realms of mental health and fitness to improve your mind and wellness.
1: So, I want to have a complimentary discussion to kindness and talk about. Polite people. Okay. You know we're in the season again where we're talking about stress and the holidays, the pandemic, and you know we talked about kindness and you know let's think about how we can be more polite. I as think individuals.
0: I think uh, any season is polite season. Would you say
1: <laughs> that is fair? That is a true statement. But maybe
0: more especially during the holiday. I don't know. Depends who you are. I I just
1: know in my dealings that tensions are definitely um, at an all-time high. I shouldn't say all-time high. There's been other periods where there's been tensions um, that have been spiked. But certainly this has been lingering. Mm -hmm. um, And so people's patience are short.
0: When you think of a polite person, what's the first like type of person you think of? Just for like an example, you know?
1: You know, respectful and considerate.
0: Yeah. Okay. Those are
1: two things that come to mind. And if you have those attributes, being respectful and considerate, I think then you can, in turn gain respect, you can increase your self-esteem your self-confidence, and you can have better relationships, uh, interpersonal relationships, work relationships.
0: And we talked about this too in the kindness episode about like how being polite is like a domino effect or like a ripple effect on other people. And that that builds self-confidence, I feel like, for both parties.
1: So some of the attributes that being polite... Uh, those these individuals have is excellent listening skills. So active listening skills is actually what they have and this is the ability to understand what somebody is saying. They're co- they're fully concentrating and they're not interjecting what they're wanting to say in responding to that. They're really letting the other person really fully say what they want to say.
0: And they, um, they, they give like meaningful responses too. When you say active listening, um, it's a little bit more than just listening. It's also kind of giving that response and the nodding of the head or the shaking of the head or whatever it may be.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's an acquired skill, and they've become quite good at it. Right. They also smile often, and we talked a lot about how powerful smiles can be. And uh, there was a Swedish study, and they had participants um, see a face that um, had a smile on it, and then the uh, researchers said, "Now frown," while they were looking at the smile face, and they weren't able to do it. They really? smiled because they were looking at the picture, even though auditorially they were told to frown they they looked at the picture and that was more powerful um to see the smile and then they in turn did that
0: that's cool i've never heard of that study before
1: mhm yep so they say have you ever heard of the expression smiling is contagious and it is yeah just like yawns are supposed to yawns be contagious yawns
0: are
1: contagious <laughs> yeah so smiles are too
0: it's something with the facial expressions
1: mhm and then these individuals also don't pay attention to the drama, whether it's uh, in the workplace or in the family dynamics. They're also not complainers. So they have constructive complaining, which is a conversational tool to air grievances. So they really think about what they want to um, complain about and it's really well thought out.
0: So it's uh, almost like uh, positive feedback, kind of like mm-hmm. more or less they're giving their input on like a subject.
1: Exactly. Yep. And then um, taking off of that is thinking before they speak. Otherwise, if they are having a discussion with somebody that could lead into an argument that could spiral into something that could be more damaging in a relationship. So they, uh, they don't feel pressured to speak, they take time to respond, and they avoid being impulsive with the responses.
0: Okay, and would you say that uh, like polite people would even kind of foreshadow the conversation that might spiral into an argument before it even happens?
1: I think some of them are pretty good with that skill set. Absolutely.
0: I would think that'd be like in a uh, acquired skill set as well.
1: Have you seen some of those, um, think of some of those really savvy business people mm-hmm. that just know how to respond in certain situations? And I do believe that's an acquired skill set.
0: Yeah. Something that they've been through and practice before.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, remembering names. Think about. How powerful and impactful that can be. Yeah, when somebody addresses you.
0: Yeah, when somebody you know when you see somebody polite at like a restaurant or a bar, like oh hey Scott, hey Jen, mm-hmm. how you doing? You you want the you want to know the worst part too? What is when you don't remember theirs. <laughs> I feel so bad every single time. It's like it's like their name is Hey man. Yeah. You know.
1: So when I was really young, I remember um my parents always making sure that they read the name tag off of waiters and waitresses and always acknowledge them by their name. Sure. And just out of, you know, being respectful and that's a polite thing to do and how that really resonated and made the whole di- dynamic go really more smoothly through the whole dining experience.
0: Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm sure the server feels more comfortable as well.
1: Absolutely. Also, playing off of the whole drama is not gossiping or listening to it. These are really good people that um, they know how to turn the conversation around and to avoid really getting stuck in those conversations. Do sure. you know of people like that?
0: Uh, I don't I can't I can't really say like one for sure like name of somebody I know but I'm okay. sure I'm sure I know a bunch of people that have like a very subtle attribute of that Okay. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. There was this guy in high school that I that I remember and he was so good about being able to redirect the conversation if he was around a group of people that were just Gossiping or just kind of feeding into that drama, he was just really able to deflect it, redirect it. It was amazing. He was a senior in high school and he could just do it.
0: It's a really good skill set to have. Mm -hmm. For sure. Hey, really quick if you have listened to the show before, you probably know about our sponsor, Midwest Center for Personal and Family Development. Midwest is an outpatient mental health clinic in the Twin Cities area that specializes in anxiety treatment, child's therapy, couples counseling, and trauma therapy. But of course, they provide several other types of service. So if you or a loved one is searching for help, they are accepting in-person or online appointments right now. You can visit them at MidwestCenterForYou.com or call them at 651-647-1900. All right, let's get back to the show.
1: These individuals also don't force their beliefs or their opinions on others.
0: That? I know a lot of people like that.
1: Um, They respect personal boundaries. And they treat other people as equals. Uh, and this includes with dignity, respect, regardless of social economic status. It is being polite to somebody, and it does not matter if they are out of your social economic class. It is being too polite to every single person that you come into contact with.
0: I've heard this one quote. Um, I don't know who it was by, but it doesn't matter. And they just said, it doesn't matter what your race, ethnicity, religion, and then all, you know, politics whatever. It says we all were we're all born the same and we all die the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it it really does it narrows it down to just like that and if we just treat everybody with respect, I think it would just be a crazy good world.
1: Yep. And then lastly, that the polite people really do a great job about not judging others. So we really need to be thinking about we don't know other people's stories. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we could only be one or two situations away from being in their circumstance. So how can we become more polite as individuals? Greeting people, saying hello, making that eye contact, smiling, being more approachable.
0: Sure, yeah, 100%.
1: Making light conversation. I know this is sometimes more challenging for some than others, so practice is Mm -hmm. what I would suggest. But that is um, a great way. Start simple. Just asking how your family, your job, an activity that you know somebody might like to do. Start with that.
0: And, you know, if one of these, like I'll take the uh, making small talk or the conversation one that you just said. Mm Mm-hmm. That's something that I know when I was younger. Conversation was something I I always wanted to get better at, like speaking in general. And one thing that I've kind of learned over the years is you, like, there's activities and clubs, um, that would help you kind of just get more comfortable around a group of people. You know, there's this uh, there's this YouTube channel I want to say called Yes Theory, and they're motto or whatever is exactly what their name is it's you want to say yes to whatever makes you feel uncomfortable and just it's something as simple as just trying it I mean if you can't do it you can't do it but you tried okay and that's what matters
1: interesting so saying please and thank you how polite is that
0: it's, yeah, the first thing you learn when you're younger.
1: But you know what? I got to say, I don't hear as many people say please and thank you. Do you?
0: No. I, I don't. No.
1: What happened to it? I don't know. Some other words then should maybe be put in their place, but going back to kindness, another thing they say about being polite is, you know, acts of, acts of kindness, holding the doors for other people. These other gestures is, goes a long way. Using proper language. So they're saying that polite people really avoid cursing and yelling, being really loud and obnoxious um, in in public.
0: Yeah, and there's actually studies out there that I've seen. I have nobody to quote or no sources or whatever, but I've seen studies where people that don't swear, they just are happier.
1: Mm. Did you really?
0: I've seen stuff, articles, studies, I mean, same thing, science, magazines, whatever. Okay. Like psychology magazines, and it's, it's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, I'll have to look at that. So these uh, individuals also will respect other people's time. So follow through on commitments. You know, be there when you say you're going to be there. Be thoughtful of other people's time and be assertive when you need to. Kindness and being polite is not a weakness, so don't be a pushover.
0: No, yeah, totally agree.
1: Yep, and apologize when you screw up. Own your mistakes.
0: Yeah, because it'll help uh, the person, if you screwed up, like, um, and it involves hurting somebody else, it'll help both parties grow, you know?
1: Yep, and uh, the last is don't overdo it. What they mean by that is when you're polite, be your authentic self. Don't go over the top. You know, just be you.
0: Yeah, and that kind of goes with uh, please and thank you, too. That's kind of like first things we learn is just be yourself. Mm -hmm. And with that, if you enjoyed this episode, please share the show with a friend. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Mind and Wellness Podcast. Thanks for listening.